Hey y'all, it's me, your host, Talaya B, at T-A-L-A-Y-A-B on Instagram, and you're tuned in to the exclusive Philadelphia podcast, and this is part two of our exclusive interview with Ballers London Brown. Before we jump right back into it, we're going to hear from Checks one more time to, for a shout out to our sponsors. Welcome back, this is Checks. Uh, big shouts out to uh, Hip Hop Since 1987, Philly Fry Edibles, Showgirl Official, Raw Life Records, Kings Road Live. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Forge Recording Academy, and Anchor FM. All right, so once again, we're tuned back in with London Brown from Ballers, and we'll let him shout himself out one more time if you guys are just tuning in with us. Yes, this is London Brown, or these days at Real London Brown, Fat Reggie from HBO's Ballers out here in these streets, dude. All right, and so for everybody who hasn't been tuning in, if you're just tuning into our part two, we've been talking to London about all things acting and his career and how he's gotten here to where he is. We just left off talking about the women in his life and the things that turn him off with women, um, and we've been hearing a lot about this word, thirsty. Um, I think a lot of people use it a lot today. You know, that's how a lot of people feel like they have to be to get what they want. Um, but I think you sound very humble in your speaking where you don't you don't want a female like that who doesn't, you know, who doesn't just throw herself around. I respect that. That's always good because in a world full of that, <laughs> there's a few that stick out always. Right, 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 right. So we'll jump right back into it. Um, so you talked a lot before about starting off as a comedian so how did you you know make your venture over to acting from comedy how did that work out um uh, well for me actually it was the reverse which was i i come from theater i started from theater, theater. first okay and then um through that i developed um uh, just my stage presence and all of that stuff which made the transition to doing stand-up pretty seamless because it's the same thing uh, as far as the gratification or instification of um, that feedback from the audience, um, it's just that as opposed to being up there with, let's say, 12 other actors, it's just basically a one-man show. So with stand-up, um, it's like, like I said, one-man show, and it's just it's my truth, my point of view about um, everything from dating to my family uh to just a little bit actually to you know some politics a, l- a little bit of everything you know uh just the differences even between you know black and white people and how we think and how we move and uh you know it touches on a little bit of everything though okay that's great and speaking of you know uh, things that you like to speak on in your stand-up i see that you do um some cooking on instagram live and talking about certain topics on instagram live and using social media to put a message out there? Yes, yes, I do. I, you know, with um, that's the thing. I think when people, when they tune into my Instagram, um, or just my page in general, my page is really, you get a, a pretty decent glimpse about what I'm about, which is, I, I always tell people, I say, you want to kind of find out a little bit of what somebody is about, just look at their first 12 pictures when you go to their page. What are those 12 pictures about? Like, you know, people thirst trapping and all this other stuff. I'm cool. I mean, I'm comfortable enough to where I don't need, you know, I don't need to do that. People, you know, I just want to want people to actually learn something when they come to my page. So when I cook, 
And I don't even cook like that. I mean, I don't necessarily like to cook. I cook because I have to because it's just me. But <laughs> the, I know because my friends look at my food and they be like, man, why you what they call, why you got it, you know, why is it all fancy? But I just feel like if I'm going to do things, I should, why not just do them well? Right. Um, and that's my approach to most things. I try to, on any level, whatever I'm trying to do, my at least my attempt is to do them well. So with that, people come to the page, they will learn a meal. And like I said, I ain't no chef, but whatever I have, you know, I, I'll share because people sometimes guys see me like, yo, man, I want to make something for my girl. And so I started getting hit up about what guys can do for their girl. So, you know, I'm not king, ro- you know, romantic, but the little I know, like I said, I'm like, yo, make this little dish real simple. You ain't going to be no chef to do it. Season it like this and plate it like this. But then in the process of cooking live and showing people what the dish is, people have DM me different types of questions that address everything from racism, relationships, uh, what outfits they think they should, they want to wear, what, what I think or why I think, you know, some guys be like, man, my girl did like this and she was like this. And I say, yo, we, and we just, it's an open forum. People ask questions during the live. And it's just a cool way for me to connect with my followers. And they get a, a very genuine side of me because what they see is what they get. I cook in my little kitchen and, you know, ain't nothing crazy, but, you know, people get, they get the truth from me. That's awesome. What are some of, what would you say are some of the top uh, topics that you talk about on your live? What are the ones that you like to discuss the most? I think people like hearing my perspective on the dynamics between men and women as far as I'm into the behavior, the more psychological side of why people do what it is they do. Right. Uh, so, you know, um, so usually the relationship stuff, um, my black politics, because again, I, I, when I, racism, I tell it, I goes in and, <laughs> you know, I, I goes in on it, but it ain't, but the difference between me and I think what some other people do that talk about race is they are very emotional about it and okay. it's full of opinions. Right. And sometimes it can get kind of hateful and, and, and get nasty. But with me, I can talk about race in the same tone that I can talk about a dish I'm cooking or in the same energy that I have during this podcast because I don't I don't address racism from just my opinion, if you will. I deal with racism with facts. So when we talk about racism, I can sit down with y'all or I can sit down this could have been a white podcast right whatever whatever you want to talk about i don't it's not like i have a a a black point of view about it and all of a sudden i switch over to a white point of view about it it's the same thing because the truth is the truth so i'm not telling people to go hate anybody or disrespect anybody it's none of that it's real simple which is boom why is this and why is this like that well here are the facts it's like this because of this and these people oppress these people and this has produced this kind of result and so we go we talk about it but what's been cool is that people have been open enough white people as well have been open enough to really ask say yo Lennon I didn't know this is what this was I'm like I know you didn't know I know you you, you think that 
uh, Colin, uh, you know, Kaepernick is, is you, you think it's disrespectful to the thing, but let me give it a breakdown. Have you thought about the lyrics of the song? Or have you thought about that it's not like this for, you know, we go we go into it. But right. like I said, it's only, it's only to open the discussion because people keep talking about leave the past in the past. I'm like, well, if the things of the past are still affecting the present, we got some stuff we got to fix. But the only way to fix it is not being afraid of it. So, you know, people feel comfortable enough, like I said, black or white or whatever. They cool to stop by and just and hear me out. So I, I enjoy that you talk about racism and um, how you want to get that out there. Because like I said, um, where I grew up, I didn't really see that a lot until I got out of there. And, you know, society started changing. Do you think um, racism has been a setback for you in your acting career? Do you see a lot of that, you know, um, when you're going to you're going to castings and things like that? No, I mean, not I don't know. If, I, I don't know if it's personally, but I think systemically, you know, that's why I do think that HBO is really dope in the sense of pushing for diversity. Um okay. I think that's one of the things that I, I did recognize is I was like, yo, okay, they got some, they get some, they working some black people in there. Let's let's work, let's get on in there and, and, and do what we got to do. Right. And not even depending on that, totally. I'm saying because as we know, for 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 us, we got to create our own projects. Shout out to um, to Childish or you know or Danny for that, you know, um, for holding that down. Childish Gambino for cre- you know working on stuff he's doing, and a lot right. of other people are creating their own projects and I think that's we gotta do more of that in order to see more of us. Um but yeah I think that for me, you know, um as long as I can continue to do well at what I do and if I whatever little doors I can push open or leave open for somebody else, then I'm gonna try to, you know, I'm gonna try to do what I can do. And even if that means telling somebody else about a, a, an audition that I can't do or a gig or throwing their name out there in the mix. I'm like, yo, hey man, y'all need to take a look at this cat. If I can do that, then I'm gonna try to do that as well. That's great. And it's it's always awesome to, you know, spread the love and spread jobs to other people because people are always looking for work and, you know, if there's something that you can't do and it's good that you know somebody, at least you help somebody get somewhere. Right. And that's what and that's what's about to You're part like, of their people, story then. People talk about as long as at the top, but why? Why is it lonely at the top? I think one of the reasons it's lonely at the top is because people don't reach back. Right. I'm like, you, you, you in a space, you can't, you can't do nothing. You can't throw a name out or get them an audition or get them a look. I'm not telling you to book the job for them, but at least a mention. You know what I mean? So I, I try to do that, and that's another one of those things I try to do to just remind me to keep grounded. Because when I was touring with Chris Tucker, that's he, he could have. I mean, he said he had several people he could have called to be on tour. So the fact that he said, yo, I'm going to rock with you. I told myself when I got in that position, I would do that. And I'm in that position now on some sort of level. So I bring my boy, shout out to Brandon Lewis out of Atlanta. Or you may catch him on All Dev Digital, online or whatever. But I bring him on the road, you know, to feature or work with me. And, you know, I, I think that's only the fair thing to do. That's, That's the right thing to do. Right, exactly. Especially people who have been in your corner for quite some time or who have been rocking with you for a while. Right, 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 right. So you talked about, you know, working with Chris Tucker and then, you know, you're on Ballers with Dwayne Johnson um, or better known as The Rock. 
So who are some of your favorite people that you've worked with thus far? Uh, um, he's not a mega star, but he is one of my favorite people to work with. His name is Omar Miller. Omar Miller, if you don't know, that's the big dude from uh, Paul's from 8 Mile. Okay, uh, okay, okay. Omar, super smart dude, and I call him just to figure out the game because he's been doing it longer. So I ask him all my little small questions about the industry and how to navigate through it. I call him, so he's just a good, solid dude. Um, another one is, like I said, um, my boy Alon Noel from Insecure. We, we, the fact we started together, I, I went to go see the purge at screening we was out in miami for the black film festival um and just being out there i i sat next to him and i couldn't even contain myself i don't know what you call it when like tears come from your eyes i wasn't crying but like like my eyes they they did like it was tear ducts coming from but i wasn't crying though (laughs) but i was like excited for the dude so i was like damn and this dude because we had spoke about the dream. We spoke about this, and right. we sit in the movie theater. I'm like, this nigga, this is it. This is what we talked about. Here so I was, I was filled with so much ebullience just being a part of that. So, I mean, those are two cats, but, like, as far as industry, industry, um, you know what? I mean, Dwayne is great, man. Dwayne is, you know, he's super cool. Dwayne, and no ego. No ego, not a little bit, not kind of. Dwayne is a super, super cool dude, man. And I appreciate that because he ain't got to be. Even right. if, he, if, if he wasn't, I wouldn't even be mad. <laughs> right. you, you the biggest star in the world. I remember I mean, watching him on wrestling when I was younger. I used to watch him all the we time. We all watched him. <laughs> okay, low-key up in the 80s. So when we grew up, it was WW, WWF. Before it came WWE, was WWF. Right. Hulk Hogan was Hulk Hogan was the guy. Yeah. And then we look up and we like, who is this? He not black. He not white. He winning. He just this dude for the people's champ. He changed. You know, it just changed. But you realize that that really that people's champ personality really is him. So to work with him and to talk to him like that. Um, it was, it was cool, man. I, I, I appreciate that. So that's really dope. Well, that's awesome, man. That's great. And I know there's more people to come for you to work with and for you to meet. So who are some people that you want to work with in the future? Oh, all right. Here we go. Boom. All right. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> I still would like to do, I still would like to work with uh, Lorenz Tate. Lorenz Tate don't know. Lorenz Tate is let me see let me see let me see Lorenz tape for young actors is like he's like the he like the big brother in a way where i tell you like this let me just go through like love jones is one of my top five right okay um and for especially for and just for black people in general we people love because like the the girls want to be Nina right. and the guys <laughs> on some sort of level want to be Darius. And it's it just how he played that and how he did that. But I think he's still low-key slept on. Like, this dude, his range of acting is cold. So let me not go into that. But um, Lorenz Tate would be one. Uh, let me see. Uh, Don Cheeto. He, Don okay. Cheeto got some... He cold with it. Um, 
And then also somebody like uh, uh, uh I, I gotta mention Denzel, dude. Denzel is just uh, Forrest Whitaker is on that list too. But Denzel, <laughs> you like Denzel is so cool. Right. I mean, I don't, I don't know him no, but I mean, just from what I know, he's so cool. He's like the only actor in Hollywood that can say whatever he wants to say twice. Nobody even cares. He'd be on, <laughs> he'd be on set. <laughs> the line could be anything. It'd be uh, Philadelphia podcast. He say and action. Um, all right, I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening right now to Philadelphia pod. Uh, I'm listening to Philadelphia podcast. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we like how? Who said you can say your lines twice? <laughs> oh, Denzel. Denzel can do what he want to do. It's not what you know. It's what you can prove. I'm listening. I'm, I'm joining in. Boom. Codex. Be like, dang! All you can do, nigga. I'm telling, man. If when when that happens, even when I meet him, I I would, you know, I got, I got, I just gotta thank him for making making X and making Training Day and, and Mo Better Blues and all. Mo Better Blues is really like my story, um, or I can relate to a lot of that stuff. But he's one of those ones, man. Spike Lee, um, shoot, I don't, and Will Smith. I can't. Will Smith is so dope. I love him. He's awesome on Instagram. I love that he got an Instagram. <laughs> I love he's it. So dope. It makes me sick. Like I, just when you think he can't do nothing else better, <laughs> you like the nigga. What? He what, comes back. How you get on? You out there and go do the you gonna do the, the dance on top of the bridge? The shaggy like, challenge. I'm like <laughs> what? I mean, because it's just the quote. I'm still tripping the fact I still be wilding because he did I Am Legend. I'm like, this nigga carried it by himself. I'm like, oh my gosh, right. Will. Like, you, you, so you don't, you, you, you can't dress any flyer. Your, your lineup can't be any crispier. You can't be any more <laughs> inspirational. You, I'm like, what? I'm like, dude, I, I, that's, that's exactly, that's, that's how I see myself. On a lot of ways, not that I'm all, not I'm not saying that I am him, but that kind of thinking and that kind of way of going through life is a lot of stuff that I personally gravitate to. So, you know, uh, those are just a few, and I, you know, it's of course it's a, a, a bunch of other people, but those are the ones for now. All right, that's awesome. That's great. So. I just wanted to, first of all, thank you so much for um, giving us the opportunity to talk to you today and do this interview. It's been a pleasure to speak with you tonight. Um, I've learned actually a lot about you. Like I said, I watched the show Ballers. My dad put me on the show. Shout out to dad. Um, yeah. So it's, it's a great show. I can't wait to um, see what work you have coming up next and to see follow you on Instagram and watch the things that you do up next. Um, so I just want to give you a chance to give a shout out to anyone that you want to give a shout out to who you have not gotten to yet tonight. Um, and before we close out. Oh, thank you. I'll be, I'll be, thank you so much. I, I was going to do it anyway. So I appreciate y'all being just acknowledging <laughs> it, uh, or being cognitive of it. Um, major shout out to is Mitchell. Um, he runs a club in LA, which is like my home club. I host every Saturday night there. And the fact that he can uh, open, have his club open to me and to other black comics where we can't get up at a lot of clubs. It's very political with, with stand-up. But I appreciate that, brother, from day one, being in my corner. Um, 
Mark Swinton, Byron Nora, people who just helped me out along the way through my, my acting process. Um, the people at H- HBO, I appreciate them and my family for always looking out. My, my friends and my people come out to support my shows. And then, uh, of course, my, my followers and the people. I, I mean, my page is full of shout outs because I appreciate people even coming up speaking to me people ain't got to talk to me so i appreciate them but i think they understand that because that's evident on my page um and then and 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 also uh karen karen and she, i know she's listening karen is super super great she she works magic and she's shout really really karen, man shout out to karen this young king that's how we plugged in with you man so shout out to yeah, her because if it wasn't busy. for her I, man we wouldn't even have this tonight that's big absolutely man and my, my reps and whoever, my team and all that stuff, man. So, um, and my followers. Thank y'all, man. Y'all ain't got to talk to me either. So I appreciate everybody, you know, taking a little time to get to know me. So, you know, thank our you. It's pleasure. Well, once again, I am your host, Talaya B. And I want to, once again, want to thank you so much, London, for, um, I'm sorry, calling in tonight and talking to us. It's been great. It's been a pleasure. Next time we all get out to Cali, we got a link up so you can take us to that club you were talking about that you heard. Yes, yes. I'm in, Cali. I'm in Cali next week. So I'm going to DM <laughs> you, bro. We're going to link up. We're going to, you know what, wait, wait, what day next week? Because I, I might not be. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, we're going to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we we know, live. We know. ain't going to let everybody know our drop. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Can't let them know our location. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought we were going to three way. I'm tripping like a bug. <laughs> <laughs> but once again, thank you guys for tuning in to the exclusive Philadelphia podcast on our all new interview with London Brown from the HBO series Ballers. I am your host, Talaya B, at T A L A Y A B on Instagram. You can find Find me, and you can find London on Instagram at. I'll let him give his last shout out to himself one more time. Yes, at Real London Brown. Thanks so much, at Real London Brown. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next time. See ya. And one more shout out for our sponsors. <laughs> you were just tuned in the Philadelphia podcast. It's your boy Check Checks Elite on so, all social media. C H E X Z. And big shouts out to Hip Hop Since 1987, Philly Fried Edible, Show Grow Official, Raw Life Record, Kings Road Live, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Play, Forge Recording Academy, and Anchor FM. And HBO Ballers, baby. Gang! <laughs> <Come on. laughs>